Let's talk energies because this is a major factor. I mentioned again, prices at the pump. David Williams is joining us. He's an investor. He's a forecaster. He's joining us from Page Trader this morning. David, welcome. Uh, before we get into levels uh, that you have your eye on in terms of crude, first, uh, can you talk to us about, uh, well, the impact that Arbob, gasoline futures, diesel to record highs has on the inflation situation and uh, uh, the impact that it's had on us as consumers, ultimately? Hey, good morning, Ben. Great to be on the program. So listen, the inflation issue is out of control. There is no control on inflation. Anything that can inflate at this point is likely to inflate. Um, I don't want to be political here, but apparently everything that the current administration has uh, touched or tried to make changes to has gone in the wrong direction. Um, we can't put it all on them, but an awful lot of control and management of this problem has been left behind, uh, leaving everything open to inflation. I would not be surprised to see the same kinds of comments about uh, diesel and fuel and so on being said about just about any other product uh, that is out there, including uh, automobiles themselves, which are at uh, kind of all-time highs right now in terms of used cars, new, new cars, supply chain issues, and so on. David, that being said, it doesn't sound like uh, these pressures are going to, well, uh, diminish or uh, disappear any time in the near future. I mean, these are things that take a long time. We've talked about uh, how, uh, you know, increasing production, for example, is not a matter of just flipping the switch. Autos, uh, again, supply chain constraints. I mean, these go down the line two, maybe three steps at this point. Do you see any easing in sight? I don't, uh, actually. I don't see any easing in sight. I see us uh, like several concentric circles out from a solution. I think we've got, we've got problems that we're going to have to solve, several levels of them, before we can even start moving. As you say, it's a slow, big shift to turn. We have to have yeah. several things solved before we can get there. So with regard to crude oil, last time on your program, we had noted that we were looking for crude uh, to test the $98 level before potentially moving higher. Last week, we did find some support at $98. And with regard to crude oil, um, from this point forward, uh, we believe that continued weekly and especially a monthly close in crude oil above $98 will be the first indication for continued advance in crude oil up to $118 Ouch. or higher Ouch. into July of 2022. And if for whatever reason, then crude isn't able to do that in July, we still expect a $118 crude oil price later this year in the fourth quarter. Ouch. Well, that would get us up above. We're looking at the chart here, that high that we have again from 116. We're talking about the March high, so uh, or end of March high, I should say, because we actually did get up to 130 at that point. A lot of people have been kind of looking at this consolidation area that we've been forming. I just want to uh, step away from uh, a real quick step away from the daily time frame here and just looking at crude because I want to point out here the impact that higher crude prices have. It's not just rates on the rise. Higher crude prices have had on the indices as we've come off. Again, I mentioned at the top of the show, we're looking at, well, if lower this week, David, seven in a row in terms of the ES to the downside. So we've come off those all-time highs here from January. Talk to us uh, about, again, we're seeing this, uh, well, equate to prices at the pump as well, diesel. I mean, AAA reporting uh, the national average. It seems like every day we make a new all-time high. Uh, it certainly does. And I'll tell you something, the diesel problem, although it has been talked about, I think is bigger than most people are 
realizing because the trucking issue, which has led to some supply problems for stores and so on, um, it's going to get worse with higher priced crude. And unless we happen to be incorrect about this forecast and the market starts closing back below $98, I can only imagine that at $118, crude oil could be putting so much pressure on diesel that uh, the supply chain issues that we've all seen become uh, really almost deadly serious. So we're hoping in some way that uh, crude does let off here some, but as it stands right now, crude is in a very strong position, uh, and this may still take place later this year, these much higher prices, but we do have some indications for these higher prices as early as uh, July. So uh, we're waiting to see uh, day by day how the crude oil market handles this. Complex situation to say the least. And, you know, David, I, I try and remind, remind our viewers, our uh, investors and traders, that this is, uh, well, again, under um, stressful situation here, considering everything that's been playing out. But factor in or throw into the mix some sort of um, supply disruption or some sort of, uh, uh, you know, worsening of the geopolitical tensions that we've seen in Ukraine ultimately. And that could add to uh, some of the premium that we've seen in crude. We know how fast that happens. And I just want to take a quick, quick look here at the charts here because we were just talking about Arbob gasoline futures. This is the daily time frame again. You can see the move up to through $4. I was looking and just commenting in the office this morning. I saw uh, $4.60 something cents this morning or this weekend over uh, by my house in terms of uh, for a gallon of gas. And here you can see Arbob now in the candle leading crude oil to the upside. So this breakout here right now, you can see how closely these two track each other. Uh, David, I can see why you're looking for that 118 level uh, as long as we hold up above 90 on the weekly and the monthly levels here. Uh, 98. 98, I meant to say, right. Yeah. Um, thank you for that. And hey, sure. talk to us about natural gas. I mean, it's come off a little bit, but uh, I mean, basically has doubled since the beginning of the year. I mean, this feeds right into the uh, discussion as well when you're talking about energy prices and inflation. It really does. And uh, the natural gas uh, issue, especially in the East uh, East Coast stuff, uh, where people are going to be paying double and triple potentially for it, uh, very, very uncomfortable situation. Now, we're coming no to summer now, but look at, look at where we are. We're already in spring, and natural gas prices are still dramatically higher than you might expect them to be with the season for natural gas uh, fading away. I realize that in the uh, East Coast, sometimes spring can be pretty cold there as well. But the bottom line is, is that uh, everything's going in the wrong direction. Yeah. And someone has to take control of this situation. Somebody has to manage this situation because what we're seeing essentially is what it looks like. This is my opinion. We're seeing what it looks like when nothing is being managed, when everything mm. is just let loose to go whichever way it wants to go. And, you know, everything dies without management. Mm. So I hope somebody will wake up and take care of some of these issues and start managing them so that uh, – uh, the American public doesn't have to suffer too much further. Everything dies without management. It has been going in the wrong direction. I mean, when you take, think about the strategic petroleum reserves, we're drawing from there. Prices are on the rise. I mean, uh, again, uh, well, as you mentioned, in some instances, a dangerous situation. You called it a minute ago. Um, uh, lastly, any other products you have your eye on that you uh, wanted to bring some levels to our attention on? Sure. Uh, the S&P, I think, is very interesting. Starting with the near term on uh, Friday, last Friday, our public forecast was for the S&P to advance from 3990 up to 4044 to 4045. Now, today they did get up to 42, uh, but should today's pit session in the June S&P be unable to complete 
or exceed 4,044 to 45, that's an early sign that the current bounce is really just a bounce in an ongoing downtrend. Hmm. Now, slightly longer term, weekly closes above $3,950 in the S&P should bring a continued advance up to about 4,150 to 4,160 or higher expected by next week, the week of May 23rd. Uh, so David, wait, also, give that to me again. Uh, weekly closes above 3950 should bring about, what was the upper level again? Uh, 4150, okay. 4160. Okay. Just by next week and worst case in June. Now, while short term this looks good, we consider the current advance, including any advance to 4160, to be merely a bounce in an existing larger downtrend. Mm. Uh, longer, ten, longer term, we would expect a break to new lows, 38, below the 38.55 you mentioned earlier in your program, down to 37.30 or lower. And I'll tell you something, for the bulls, for people who are wanting to be bullish, um, if we were to be able to close a quarter back above 43.20 in the June S&P, that would put the market in a much more constructive position and then that would indicate a late year test of mm. 4,700. Until that happens though, we consider all these bounces merely bounces in an ongoing downtrend for the time being. David, I love it. You're giving us some good levels to keep an eye on here. We've covered uh, quite the range of products as well, and it's always a pleasure. Thanks for helping us start the My week pleasure. here on the TD Ameritrade Network. David, the pleasure is ours. David Williams, investor and forecaster at Page Trader.